Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio, where it's cold, snowy, and I mean, we have so much snow, it makes your head spin. Um, I hope everyone had a great Christmas and Hanukkah, and for everybody who celebrates Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. Thank you to Anchor, because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to do my 210th episode. And to be honest, you know, I've had my own up and down journey this year, which I'm going to talk about um, in this episode. I'm going to reflect on 2020 and what it's done for me negatively and positively um, and what I hope to achieve in 2021. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I want to thank everybody for subscribing, the new people. I want to thank... Um, you for rating and reviewing the podcast. We're not too far off from having 18k listeners. Um, thank you so much. You know, I I wanted to make it to 20k before New, um, New Year's Eve. Um, we didn't get to hit the goal that I wanted to, but the fact that we're about to go to 18k soon that that says something to me right there. And if we can make that by New Year's Eve. I would be happy to say I ended the year on having another 8,000 listeners um, listen to my podcast this year. And that says something. I mean, no, it's not 8 million. It's not 80,000. It's not 800,000 or 800 million. But it's it's a nice 18K. (laughs) And and for me, that says something, you know, thank you to the 116 people, or should I say countries, but the people in those countries um, for, you know, listening to me. Thank you to the 43 states that have my back. I only have seven more and I'll have the whole U.S. listening to my podcast show. Woohoo! So I want to thank you guys for continuing to, you know, rock on with us. Um, thank you to Shannon Kennedy and Tatsu Young and Dick Howards and Brian Lucinois and Helen Jahuli and Patricia McGowan and um, Sue Hart, amongst others, for coming on to the show this year and sharing your stories with me and all my listeners from around the world. I really appreciate it. Um, I want to say that, you know, this year started off, you know, very hopeful and I was very happy to, you know, be able to create content. I was still trying to figure out what it was I wanted for my own personal language learning journey. I was dabbling as usual and I really wasn't focused. Um, I mean, I didn't really get focused until the freaking pandemic hit. And I realized, well, wait a minute, Chanel, you can't really go out like you want to. I mean, I was going out even when there wasn't a pandemic. I went out when I wanted to, but I'm a homebody anyway. So that says a lot right there in itself. So for me personally, that was just something that, you know, I was accustomed to, you know, having to stay at home for one reason or another. But you know, when this, this pandemic hit, people started dying. You know, I still focused on my languages. You know, I 
found out I was a quarter Irish and then I had some Bandu tribe, which means the language of choice for that part of the portion of Africa is Swahili. You know, so I learned how to say a couple phrases in Swahili and a couple phrases in Irish. And I got to interview um, the content creator for the Irish course, Patricia McGowan. And that was a lot of fun. I did do the entire Irish course and I reviewed it along with the Korean course, along with the Norwegian and the Swedish course all in one month. And I mean, I took those courses and I really went through each of them. And I'm going to say I went and re regret doing it, but I didn't retain a lot of information. Um, I did it because I was doing it for my show and I was doing it for the company. Uh, reviewing them and you know I started to make some money so I was kind of happy about that but at the same time I was also dealing with health issues um, finding out that I had sinus problems and having to go to doctors and you know um, I was also partaking in my first polyglot gathering which was a lot of fun and you know I went to different chat rooms and like the Arabic and the Spanish and I'm fluent in Spanish and Russian and, you know, I would say that I'm fluent in French and Italian when it comes down to um, comprehension level in reading and listening. Um, but my speaking, I'm probably like at a low intermediate level in French and like A2 possibly in Italian. But I might put that at A1 just because... You know, I really haven't worked on it as much, but my I, I can navigate through my phone and, and web pages and stuff like that in Italian um, and in French. So evidently my, my passive um, knowledge is higher than my active. So in, in regards to speaking, so that, that means something to me. But I also realized that the dabbling that I was doing in Egyptian Arabic and Levantine Arabic was paying off because I was able to understand some of a conversation in, in an Arabic um, chat group when I was at the polyglot gathering online and that made me continue want to work on my Arabic and you know I also you know dabbled into uh, modern standard and did the whole course and for the Michelle Thomas method and and I even went as far as to do the course for um, Mandarin Chinese, all three courses. I did the first one, the foundation course myself, and then I reviewed the other two. And I got to interview Harold Goodman, which was great because he created that course in its entirety. And he's also creating the Hebrew course in its entirety. And I can't wait to review that when that comes out. But I will say that my motivation for language learning, I was going through so many different courses between um, April and I would say almost September while having sinus and allergy issue problems um, that I had to stop my own personal language learning just because I was reviewing so many courses. I was interviewing so many people and this is what distracted me through the whole pandemic situation. And I lost a couple of people that I cared about to COVID-19 this year. And, you know, um, I, I have to say they're in my thoughts and prayers and their families are in my thoughts and prayers. 
I also lost other people to cancer and other illnesses that had nothing to do with COVID-19. And so my thoughts and prayers go out to all of them. And to be honest, I dealt with so much this year um, that it was, I don't know how I had the strength to keep going but I did. I mean, you guys like stuck with me through this whole entire situation and I really appreciate it. Um, you know, because honestly, in my real life, I it's kind of hard for me to reach out to people, you know, and talk about how I feel about certain things because evidently, you know, people their attention spans all over the place or they want you to hear their their situation, but when you need them to hear you, they're not really there and you know sometimes they can be there but they're not 100% present in the conversation and so this is a way for me to be able to connect with people that can understand where I'm coming from you know when you have to go back and forth to the doctor from from like July all the way to like October and you're dealing with having a CT scan, an MRI, and your brain's fine, and you have sinus problems and blockage and in your sinuses, and, and your nose is inflamed, and you have to go through two different ENTs just to get your problem solved. Then you have to go to an allergist and find out that you're allergic to a few things, including cat saliva. So I can't have a cat, which sucks, because I love cats. And, um, you know, then you find out, oh, well... <laughs> I can take this, these two medications, and this helps my allergies. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's hell, you know. But, you know, when you turn 43 years old, your body's going to change. Things are going to happen that you least expected. And, and that was a new change for me that I have allergies now and I actually have to take medication again. But, I mean, this is, a, you know, I'm glad that I was able to take care of it. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that I was able to partake this year in five different events and four of them being language related. The Polyglot Gathering, the NFB Convention Online, and the um, Women in Language International Podcast Day and the Polyglot Conference. And I spoke at International Podcast Day as a panelist representing the U.S. for language learning and me being African-American and visually impaired that that meant something and I interviewed all three of the people that were also on the panel before so that meant something plus I interviewed um um Dave Lee who is um one of the founders of International Podcast Day as well and I want to thank them again for inviting me to come on to their platform to be able to discuss my podcast show with Everybody from around the world. It was like 26 countries, 60 podcasters in 24 hours. And that was just an amazing experience that I'll never forget. Um, you know, I want to thank the, the people at uh, Women in Language and the Polyglot Conference and Polyglot Gathering for putting on such great events. You guys rock. Um, I'm actually hoping that next year I can do two things. A TED Talk. And I want to um, speak at the Polyglot Gathering in May. So, um, and, you know, I, I want to do that because, 
you know, I would have spoken at everything except for Langfest. And um, after that. And I would have been able to say that I achieved that. And, then, you know, for my own self-gratification. Um, and then my dream came true that I got to to participate at the Polyglot Conference this year and speak about my language learning journey, how I created my show. Um, I mean, um, the takeaways from that experience was I got to meet a lot of cool people. The other thing was I need to really get my ass up and running in regards to improving my speaking capability in the languages that I have because I felt so intimidated (laughs) because of the fact that you had all these people that could speak all these different languages and many more languages than I was speaking. And I do have to say that passively, my German is very high. And passively, my Dutch is high. But I just, I don't have the heart to speak those languages, nor to really learn them like 100%. So I'm not really focusing on that. Um, But, I mean, I I met a lot of cool friends. I got some more people to come into my language learning group on Facebook. And I actually got a job out of it. (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to be doing affiliate marketing for Utalk, U-T-A-L-K dot C-O-M. And if anybody wants to get 20% off of the 144 languages that are up there, you can go to utalk.com. And do a monthly, yearly, or every two-year subscription and put in the promotion code Utalk slash Chanel, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E. And you will be able to get 20% off each subscription you subscribe to. So the cheapest one is like $2.99. Let's say it's Spanish. It's $2.99. You get 20% off of that per month, or you can do it for the year, or you can do it you know, every two years, and you can use that um, promotional code for all the languages or some of the languages, and um, when you do, I get a cut of that, so, and it helps the community grow for Utah. Um, so thank you to Dick and Brian and the rest of the team at utah.com for wanting to collaborate with me on um, doing some affiliate marketing with you guys. I really appreciate it. As a matter of fact, I wasn't expecting it. I actually had a dream about it right before Brian Lucinwa had um, contacted me via instant messenger and asked me, did I want to collaborate with them? And I had, I said, I just had a dream about that. And, and he was like, oh my God. And like the next day we had a, we had a talk and um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was amazing, and um, I love it. I love the app. And, yes, it can be made accessible. All you have to do if you have an iOS device is go to, accessi- go to settings, go to accessibility, go to voiceover, go down to voiceover um, recognition, turn it on, get out of voiceover and accessibility, and then you can go into the app counterclockwise till you hear voiceover recognition, and then you just swipe down once to turn it on, and then you go back to words, and then you... You sit there and you can access the app. And this isn't just for this app, but this is for any third-party app that doesn't work with VoiceOver by itself. So I just thought I would give that tip out there just to those people who have iOS devices because I have Apple products. I don't have um, PC or Android um, products. 
but I'm glad that they finally came out with this because maybe I can actually go and sample drops now and see if it will work um, using it. So, um, because I've heard about drops as well and I wanted to kind of use that app to see if, if that would happen. Um, I might actually wind up um, contacting them to see um, if I could, I could use their um, app and review it for them. But um, yeah, because I like the app. It's very beautifully designed. The aesthetics and the colors and all are beautiful. But, you know, it wasn't accessible when I wanted to use it back in the day. And now it can be. So I'm quite happy about that. Um, I, I do have to say that when I was recording my video for the Polyglot Conference, I had to do it 12 different times because I was suffering from sinus issue problems. I had headaches, air was coming out of my eyes and head. It was just, it was hell. And, but I did it and, um, you know, it will be put up on YouTube eventually just to let everybody know. Um, I have to say that, you know, from April all the way up to the end of August, I did nothing but review all the Michelle Thomas, almost all the Michelle Thomas courses. And I got done reviewing them all back in November. And um, I have to say, <laughs> most people, when they review a Michelle Thomas course, they review a particular language or two and they stop and they go to another company. Now, I like the product so much, I reviewed every single one. <laughs> so, I, I didn't mind doing that because someone asked me was I going to do that. And I actually did that. So, whoever asked me, you're very welcome. Just understand that it put Chanel in a very difficult frame of mind after it was all over with. My brain was dead. Okay? Do you hear me? Dead. Like, I felt like my head was about to fall off my body. That's how much work I put into it. Now, do I remember all the Korean, the Norwegian, the Swedish, the Irish, the Mandarin, the this, that? No. No, I do not. <laughs> um, I learned some Malay. I learned some Hebrew this year. I learned um, some Persian this year. Um, yeah, I, I learned a lot of different languages um, I learned some MSA, um, you know, so I learned quite a bit. I learned a little bit of Swahili, um, and I even returned to some of the languages that I dabbled in, and I have to be honest, when I dabbled in them, I was really curious about them because of the way they sound, the history, the culture, the people, but then I had to ask myself, was that something that I really wanted for the long term? It wasn't. So I dropped a lot of the languages I dabbled in, like Icelandic and Greek and Turkish and Hindi and, um, you know, I will get back to Cantonese and Japanese because I do enjoy those. I even dropped Thai just because I kind of accomplished my goal. I wanted to order food in Thai. I really didn't want to speak it like fluently, but I love the language, but yeah, I I just realized I love the Arab world and um I love the Middle East. And so I'm concentrating on Persian and Arabic and then I'm going to go to Swahili. 
afterwards because that's a heritage language of mine, along with Irish, but I'm really connected with Swahili. And I'm glad that I interviewed Patricia McOwen, and I'm glad that I learned a bit of Irish, and I still remember a few phrases. And I can always go back if I want to learn it in more context, of course. Um, But I will say that personally, I kind of feel that if you're not feeling a language, stop and go on to something else that makes you happy. Because if you're just doing it just to impress somebody, don't. Because you're not going to love it. You're just going to do it and you're going to hate it more and more. And then you're going to regret all the time that you wasted. So, me personally, I want to... um, Focus on those three languages for the next several years, actually. Um, I will pick up Swahili at some point. Um, but I am going to do Persian. and Because I, I, I watched the Apple TV Tehran. And I found it to be awesome. Plus, I met a whole bunch of people from Iran. And I became friends with. And I really wanted to learn their language. And I thought it was very beautiful. And so, um, um, Gito. And Sammy means thank you. And, um, you know, and that's another language that I think I might put on my list. It's an indigenous language. And there's several different ways to learn the Sammy language. And I want to thank Irina Dow for um, coming onto the show to talk about the Sammy language. And we talked about it last month when I interviewed her. And uh, that was a five-year wait for me to want to interview her so thank you so much for coming on to the show Irina I really appreciate it um you know thank you to Dick Howard's of you talk and Brian Lusonois of you talk for coming on thank you to Jonti Yamasha from Optilingo from coming on and um I will be putting these interviews out next year um and I have to thank everybody else, Texu Young of Langfest and um, Shannon Kennedy of Eurolinguist and co-founder of um, Women in Language. Thank you for coming back onto the show. And to everybody else who came on, um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, including Sue Hart, who works with Michelle Thomas to create um, the first four Michelle Thomas courses. Thank you for taking the time to let me interview you. I really appreciate it. Um, and thank you to Harold Goodman. Um, Toda Tov. Um, so, you know, I really... And I really have to say... You know, thank you to you guys for keep listening to me and, you know, um, signing up and asking me questions. And, you know, we have 170 people in the language learning group that I have on Facebook. So if you want to join, if you're blind, visually impaired, disabled, and you want to join, um, go to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind at Facebook.com. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S language learning journey mastermind and um you'll be able to um sign up don't forget to answer the questions and don't forget to answer yes and not no (laughs) um and then you'll be accepted into the group 
um, by either myself or two other admins or two moderators. And, um, you know, we have a good time in there and uh, we share, you know, expertise and language tips. And I talk about my my language journey in whatever languages I'm happening to dabble in or that I, um, you know, am learning. And right now I'm learning Egyptian Arabic um, because I have the most um, materials and resources at my disposal right now for Egyptian Arabic. And so I'm using the Michelle Thomas method to learn it along with, um, you know, going on YouTube and um, I like Mark Hatcham's site and um, Maha and um, there's a few other um, sites that I like that are Arab related and I actually listen to um, a few other podcasts too and I listen to Al Jazeera and BBC Arabic um, but yes I want to be able to speak and I want to be able to watch movies in Arabic and so in TV shows in Arabic. So that's why I'm doing it because I'm a big, huge um, Al Haiba fan. And I love that show. And I can't wait to watch season two whenever it comes on Netflix. I mean, like they already have like three seasons done, I think. Um, however, they haven't reached um, Netflix yet. And I want to watch them really badly. Um, so, and I would love to, to interview the people from El Heba, especially the people who created it, because that was such a great um, show. And also, it gives canes to the fact that you can learn a language from watching a show. You know, I mean, plenty of people learn English from watching Friends. <laughs> I can learn Arabic from watching El Heba. You know, so, I mean, and then there's another show called Whispers, which I'm watching. It's like eight episodes long, and um, I like it, and um, it's on Netflix. But, yes, I enjoy watching um, a lot of a lot of shows um, from the Arab world. I find it to be very fascinating about the culture, the inner relationships of people. And, you know, I've, I've been doing it a lot. I've been binge-watching a lot of stuff. Um, from all over the world. Uh, I watched all the episodes from Tyron, the uh, new Apple um, TV Plus international series, and I'm starting to learn some um, Farsi, and uh, I really enjoy it. I mean, it's a lot of fun, and um, I plan on getting back to it. I'm going to focus on Arabic um, next year for um, the whole year along with Farsi. So that'll be the two languages I focus on. I'm dropping everything else because of the fact that I really want to focus on those languages um, because I, I come into contact with a lot of people from those countries here in Akron. And um, I plan on also like rededicating myself to French and Italian and getting my active speaking abilities up with that on the side. So that's my plan anyway. And I don't have a deadline um, either. I'm just taking it as I go. And and that means something to me personally because I feel that people put too many um, restraints on them as to, 
you know, how long they should be learning a language. And a language is something that takes time. It's It just doesn't happen overnight. And with my Russian, it took me almost four years. And I'm going to be honest, I don't regret it. I mean, I love Russian. Russian is my favorite language, along with French and Italian. And a lot of it's because I love the food. I love the people, the culture, the politics. I love the history. And, you know, I've never been to Russia. I do want to go. <laughs> you know, um, and I want to visit St. Petersburg and I want to visit Moscow. And I, you know, I, I want to be able to interact with people. And, and I mean, because it's one of those things where I, I would rather speak Russian all day than or French all day or something or Arabic all day than to sit there and speak English all day. And English is my first language. So that tells you something. Um, you know, when you're connected to something, you might not be of that that particular particular ethnicity, but you you feel a connection to it somehow. And and when you feel a connection to something that powerful, you have to go for it. And um, that's another thing that's kept me through this year. You know, um, dealing with the pandemic and such, is that you know um, you guys sticking with me, people um, growing um, the show. Like, once I put this episode out, okay, we might be at 18K before the end of the week is up, which would be amazing going into the new year, 18K. I would have liked to have seen 20K. But, you know, I mean, it would be a miracle to get 20K by New Year's Eve. If you guys can make that happen, I really would appreciate it. That would be awesome. Um, You know, I, I also, you know, if someone has a story to tell me, you know, please go to anchor.fm slash Chanel Patrice Hancock and leave me a message with your story or go to Facebook um, Instant Messenger and leave me a message um, telling me, you know, about your story and that you want to be a guest on, on the show. And I will most definitely uh, take the time to hear what you have to say. And if um, it's compelling, then um, we can schedule a time to, um, you know, interview you. And I would love to hear what your story is for language learning. You know, I mean, because everyone has a story on how they learn languages. And, you know, we're, we're all passionate about this wonderful thing. And, and that, that means something to me personally. So... You know, thank you for all the support over the past um, 31 months. And to be honest, you know, this is something that I wouldn't um, regret at all doing because, you know, it's changed my life. I mean, I'm working for two international companies having to do with language learning and I didn't think that would that would happen, but it has, you know. Um, so if you want to go on Utah, U-T-A-L-K dot C-O-M and subscribe monthly, yearly or every other year, um, you get 20 percent off. If you put in the promotional code U-T-A-L-K slash C-A-G-N-E-L-L-E um, and you'll get 20 percent off of um, whatever course you want to, um, subscribe to, and they start at $2.99, and the most expensive is $5.99, 
and uh, you'll get um, 20% off. And also, there's 144 languages, so you cannot beat that. And there's no expiration date, just to let you know, for this promotion. And um, yeah, you can subscribe to all 144 languages and use it, get 20% off. (laughs) If you want, I mean, happy language learning. If you want to do that, go right ahead. <laughs> I only could do like two languages at a time. And, um, I mean, I'm going to probably put 80% in the, in the Arabic and 20% in the Farsi and uh, Persian. And then I'm going to, um, you know, I, I really want to be able to speak those languages to a nice level. Um, and I'm going to spend a few years doing it. I'm not going to put a a timeline on it because when I do that, I kind of sabotage myself. So I'm not putting a timeline. Um, I hope that next year, you know, people can't see each other again. I'm hoping that next year, um, you know, I can get more guests to come on the show. Um, I'm also hoping, you know, um, I know that I'll probably be at 20K. My goal next year is, you know, I did 8,000 listeners, and that's amazing. Um, I would love to see my show get more subscribers, and I would love to see it reach 50K or 100K next year. That would be a very nice goal. Um, You know, that would be kind of cool to see. You know, um, and I would love to see that happen. I mean, I didn't think in three years that I would see 18K and before three years even hit. So that says something to me right there. You know, the more work you put into something, the, the better, you know, your show gets and you get as uh, someone that likes to interview people and talk about your own experience. You know, I mean, it took me 12 times just to record my polyglot conference um, uh, video for the conference itself because I had sinus problems and allergy issues and I was going back and forth to the doctors because of that and I had to take medication and you know people that I care about were dying and I was mourning friends and loved ones you know from corona cancer diabetes heart attacks I mean, it was just hell. But what made me continue were you guys' devotion to this show and knowing that I had to put out an episode every week. I mean, that gave me the motivation. There were times I didn't even want to do it because I was that daggone depressed. And I kept going because of you guys. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, when there's a will, there's a way. And sometimes it's not always easy to be able to deal with things of this um, type of situation. But, you know, because of God and my faith in God and, and, you know, my faith in myself, I, I, I did it. And, I mean, yes, I reviewed a whole bunch of languages ranging from Irish to... Malay to Hebrew to Persian to German and Polish and Greek, Mandarin Chinese, modern standard Arabic, 
um, Korean and Norwegian and Swedish this year. And, you know, let me just say, that's a lot of languages to try to stuff in your head. And from like April all the way up until November. And, I mean, my brain was fried. I mean, I literally took my own language learning aside just to do all these different reviews for, you know, the Michelle Thomas method. And then I did a reviews um, on languages that I dabbled in using the Mango app. And I need to put a um, disclaimer. I'm not working for the Mango people. I just like the app. That's why I'm reviewing it. <laughs> just to let you know. And um, I mean, I would love to collaborate with them and do some affiliate marketing. Trust me, I like their app a lot. That's why I like to review their stuff. Um, but um, and it's accessible with my screen reader. Um, and I also realized that if you want to make your third-party apps accessible and you have an iOS device, you can go to settings, accessibility, voiceover, go to voiceover recognition, double tap, and then turn it on and then, you know, go out of it. And you can go to the app of your choice and then counterclockwise with your index finger and ring finger to the right until you hear voiceover recognition where you're going to do one finger swipe down to turn it on. And then you go back to words and you can then interact with that third-party app um, using that particular um, function on your iOS devices. Um, and that came out of the 14.2 update that Apple put out a while back, which is great because before that, um, VoiceOver wasn't able to recognize third-party apps um, by itself. So I'm quite happy that they were able to make it possible for people to use third-party apps now without having to uh, bang their head against the wall to try to figure out how to do a workaround themselves. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Now I can actually like use the Drops app if I want to and see how that is. Um, I mean, I love the Drops app for its aesthetics and the way that it was it was created. I love the pinks and blues and purples and greens. I think that's beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful app to look at, yes. But it, it wasn't accessible <laughs> until now. So I'm quite happy that Apple took it upon itself to to make it where, you know, we can use third-party apps now without having to not be included in the process anymore so um because it wasn't accessible so i'm very happy about that um i also um want to say that you know i learned a lot about my language learning capability and how much i can learn at one time and i did review four michelle thomas courses the foundation courses and one starter course in like a month and I wouldn't advise that for anybody that's starting out um, because I was doing it because I was reviewing it for the company and I was reviewing it for my show and I needed to put out more episodes and I did it and I was bored out of my mind um, because when you're under lockdown and quarantine, 
Um, you can't really go anywhere hardly. And, you know, if I didn't have to go anywhere, like to the grocery store or pick up a prescription or go to a doctor's appointment, then, you know, of course it was going to be, you know, difficult. But I will say that I'm glad that I did it because I got to learn about each language's culture and how it's, you know, connects grammar-wise and and, and pattern-wise. And, I mean, I did remember some stuff, but I didn't remember a lot. Um, I will say that. Um, I reviewed so many courses between April and um, late August. Um, and then I took a break from language learning on my own because of the simple fact that I, I needed to finish reviewing all these courses, which I ended reviewing courses like at the end of November. And my brain was just gone by then. And so I had to take a break. Um, I did start learning some Persian. And I did use the Mango app to learn some Malay. And, and introduce that to you guys. And I did do a couple more interviews for the year 2021. So they'll be coming out next year. And, I mean, personally, it was just like, I was very tired and very drained. And I pushed myself and to the point where I produced a large amount of episodes. And I also was doing, you know, um, International Podcast Day and where I was on a panel for that. And I want to thank, I want to say to Dave Lee, um, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And to Steph um, Fuccio um, for having me on as well and for coming on to the show. I appreciate you and Dave um, coming on to the show to talk about International Podcast Day and your experiences um, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, to Harold Goodman, um, who created the Mandarin courses for the Michelle Thomas Method. Thank you for coming to Shannon and Tetsu. Thank you for coming back onto the show. And, um, to Helen Johuli, Patricia McOwen, um, to Sue Hart. Thank you for coming on to talk about the Michelle Thomas Method, uh, your collaboration with the Michelle Thomas Method, especially Sue Hart and your collaboration working with Michelle Thomas all those years ago. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, and to everybody else who came on, Irina Dahl, um, John T. Yamasha from OptiLingo, and Dick Howards and Brian Lucenois from Utah. Thank you for coming on to the show. And thank you for reaching out to me to want to collaborate and do some affiliate marketing. I really appreciate it. Um, and thank you to Sarah Cole from um, Michelle Thomas um, Method, the publishing editor. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, and, you know, our collaboration working until 2021, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> you made my dream come true to be able to to review all these courses and um, 
you know, make a little money on the side and, um, you know, show that people can use these products and, you know, um, learn a language effortlessly. I mean, but you're still going to have to, you know, eventually, like, use other resources in order to boost your level of knowledge, but that's fine. Um, I just want to thank everybody for all your support. Um, I really appreciate it. I want to thank everybody who listens to the show. Um, you know, I hope everyone had a great Christmas, a happy Hanukkah. I hope everyone had a great, is having a great Kwanzaa if you celebrate it. Um, I hope everybody is well. Um, I want to dedicate this episode to the over 300,000 people in the U.S. who passed away to COVID-19. I also want to um, dedicate this to um, my um, best friend, Kevin Wilford, who passed away at 43 to COVID-19, and my uncle, David Henderson, who passed away um, due to COVID-19 over the holiday. Um, I dedicate this to you guys. Um, You guys are watching in heaven now, and you guys are guardian angels. And to all the families out there who have lost someone, you guys are in my thoughts and prayers. And remember to mask up. Remember to wear your gloves. Remember, if you have a a grocery cart of your own, take it with you. Um, You know, try to shop early when there's hardly anybody around. I do that. Um, And I'm visually impaired, so that tells you something. Um, I... (laughs) Um, you know, try to stay safe, social distance. I understand people want to meet, but you know what? I'd rather be alive. So if you have to Zoom somebody, you have to FaceTime someone, you have to Skype someone, okay, fine. You're still talking to them. I understand you want to hug somebody, but right now, (laughs) I can't even, I haven't seen my family in 13 months. Physically, I have not seen them in 13 months. And, um, you know, I miss them terribly, and I only live an hour away. So, you know, um, you know, and I have family elsewhere, and I have extended family, and I have friends all over the place that I miss. But, you know, you have to be safe. And, you know, I know that my language learning has gotten me through a lot of things. I've learned a lot about myself, what languages I want to tackle, what languages I don't want to tackle anymore. You know, and it's okay to dabble, but... For me, dabbling is dangerous because it doesn't make me focus on the language that I really want to pursue, which is Arabic, Persian, and Swahili. And I will be doing these languages for a few years. It's not going to be something that's six months or 18 months. And um, right now, I'm going to be focusing mainly on Arabic, and I'm going to do 20% of Persian. And then once I'm done getting to the level I want to get to in regards to speaking, I'll, I'll start Swahili. But, you know, I have to say, um, you know, I love going on this journey with you guys. And I can't wait to see what 2021 holds. I hope everyone has a blessed and happy holiday season. I hope you have a blessed and happy um, 2021 to come. Continue to be safe. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening and continue to listen Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. I would love for everybody on Spotify to to get me back up in the top 10, dude. I was there before, but uh, I kind of dropped significantly. 
So, um, yeah, I would appreciate that. <laughs> um, thank you so much, you guys. Um, Toda Tove. Um, go to Mali Me Agat Mehara, which means a thousand thank yous, my friends in Irish. Um, um, Shukran Afwan Sabheti um, Han Be Amrikya um, Thank you so much you guys and I hope to see you guys next year on Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. Remember Language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process, enjoy the podcast, and I'll see you in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. Me salame.